Hey everyone, welcome to the Fresher and Parland show, episode number 1010. Woo! Uh, number 10, woo! I am Parlands. And I am Fresher. And welcome to this week. We have a big, oh, we have a packed agenda this week. We do. I mean, last week was uh, also pretty packed, but, you know, lots of topics. Lots of topics, so let's just get right into it. Um, first off, I think we uh, promised... We, we made a big push on Facebook this this week, Jeremy. Yeah, it's true. And um, thanks, everyone, for liking our page. We got the extra tool things for having enough likes and everything. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Thirty, You need 30 followers to get insights into your audience. Not that we need insights, because we already know our friends. It's not like we have strangers liking it. But nevertheless, <laughs> it's a milestone, 30 followers. That's That's pretty big. It is. It's a. It's an accomplishment. Also, as a show reputation goes, I went and visited uh, my old office, and uh, a couple of my friends there gave me a shout out. They're like, "We watch your show. Think it's cool and stuff." But so I want to shout out to Harry and Adam for for calling it out. I didn't even. It was like an unpromoted response or whatever. Yeah, that's exciting. Two ran. You didn't ask about it. They just brought it didn't up. Ask, to you. They just said like, "Yeah, watch your show and stuff." Yeah, and great. even to uh, Harry even knew what the movie was this week, so it proves that he wasn't just like watched some of it one time. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't scamming you. No, it was it was cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you for watching, and we'll continue to try to uh, entertain as we move forward, or whatever we do. I guess it's entertainment, right? <laughs> so uh, let's boys. let's get into it, Jeremy. What'd you do this week? This week, so um. We had a couple of work happy hours. That was fun. And uh, I met up with some friends that have a chicken wings night at um, Babar on Tuesdays. I know and, Babar. Uh, one of my friends was talking about wanting to read more erotic books this year. It was one of their uh, things because they've never read one. So I also have never read an erotic book. So we are going to have a book club for erotic books. An erotic pretty book fun. club. So what's the... So what's the... All right, first off, what's the first book? Has that been decided yet? So, I mean, just the only one that I think I even know is Fifty Shades of Grey. I hear it's a horrible book, but people rave about it, so we're going to read that. And All we're right. not even going to, like, do it regular book format or book club format. It's just going to be, like, 50 pages a week or something, like, super light. So Very then we can really talk about just that one section. Very low maintenance, it seems. Yeah. It's um, good, it's good so you now, just how did this even come up in conversation that you wanted to have an erotic book club? They were just saying they haven't read it before. I don't know. It was, it was organic. It wasn't a. It wasn't like quiet. It's like you know what, guys. <laughs> I have a suspicion though that maybe this woman who just said she had. I think she had been thinking about it. She. Had oh well, yeah, that was. It was like I think a New Year's resolution type situation. To read more erotic books. Yeah. Yeah. I want to eat more erotic cakes. That was my one of my. I didn't mention it on air, but that was one of my my New Year's resolutions. Speaking of erotic cakes, we were talking about bakeries because there, you know, there's an erotic bakery. But I wanted to have a mixed bakery of erotic cakes with insulting comments on them because I think an insulting cake bakery would also be popular. But then just throw in the proven erotic bakery aspect to it. You can even combine them like a picture, like do a cake of a penis and write, you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, that would probably be a, a very good seller. <laughs> yeah, that means you're probably number one. <laughs> number one. Number one cake, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Quit being a penis. I can't remember, there was a, actually a picture of some random cake. It didn't even make sense. You saw that, right? Earlier yeah, it this said week? like, you, what was it? You saw, I forget what it. Oh, yeah. It was like it wasn't even. You weren't sure if it's an insult, but like, why was that cake out there? It didn't make sense. Yeah. No, I like insulting cakes. I think cakes should insult more. Me too. That you know, was a. Everyone, it's like twisting it on its head. People were like, "Oh, cakes are for celebrations," but what about cakes just to, you know, be mean? I like that. <laughs> mean <laughs> cakes. Mean cakes. Yeah, mean cakes. And in your case, mean erotic cakes. Yeah, I mean, you might as well yeah. go all the way, right? Yeah, you get, oh, you can have breasts, and then it could say you're such a boob. <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, the options are limitless. Yeah, really, frankly, I'm just going with the easy puns here, but, I mean, 
what, frankly, what can't you do? I with, know. With body parts, cake, and insults. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Seriously, you also mentioned that you watched a lot of movies this week. I did. I'm, so I watched two movies on Friday night and two movies on Saturday night. Um, I watched uh, Don John, which I had no idea was about um, someone being addicted to internet porn. Oh, I, I yeah. I, I didn't know that. that. Um, Captain Phillips, starring Tom Hanks, about the piracy in, in uh, Somalia. Yeah. Are they, these are all pretty new, right? Yeah, they're all, yeah, I think they're all like new releases. I hadn't been in Redbox for quite some time, so there was a lot of movies to choose from. And then uh, on Saturday, I watched Riddick, which is oh, yeah. the... We were talking about uh, Vin, Di- it's Vin, Di- Vin Diesel, right? Yeah, it's Vin Diesel. He only has the two things. Yeah, he's Fast and Furious and this. And they should just retire this. This should never be made ever again. <laughs> Aren't there like five or something? No, I think there's three, but there's a video game too. But yeah, it was not very good. I think, I, and I, we were talking about this, and I don't understand. So they make, Vin Diesel's obviously a big action star, right? He's, yeah, you know, I mean, he's, yeah, it seems like he would have been in a lot of stuff. Right, so you would think a big action star would have a pretty high-budget um, production for the films that they star in, but it, it seemed to me that this film was, like, really low-budget, and the, the special effects were uh, middling, and it was, in, it was all sepia tone. At the end, I, like, you know, when you start too much sepia tone, like, blues look really blue, and... So afterwards, I was like, ah, I was blinded by normal light because I was staring at sepia tone for, um, for like a two. It was like a two-hour film. That's another thing. It was a two-hour movie. That is pretty long. Cat left. My wife left me. She's like, I'm out of here. She just took off, and I watched it by myself, and it was like almost like punishment. It was almost punishment. <laughs> Why did you even bother finishing it? I just felt like I had to see it through. Like, and then. That is that. Um, why don't we just, you know, oh, I have an, I do want to talk about one thing. I want to plead a case for a show called The Middle, which is on ABC. I don't know if you've ever watched the show. Have you ever watched the, the show? The Middle? Oh, The Middle. No, I don't know it. Yeah, I've been meaning to, to shout this show out for a while. I really like the show. I think it's on its fifth season. So obviously people are watching it. Is um, it just, a, is it about a middle kid? No. It's, I thought I saw something for something like that, but I don't remember. So the middle represents their uh, class, their middle class. Hmm. But I would almost classify, if their middle class, so that's a, it's also this very, and that's why I wanted to bring it up, it's very complicated because they don't seem middle class, they seem a little bit lower middle, maybe they're lower middle class because they don't have a lot of money, they're, you know, they're always looking for money and they struggle to, they have like a dirty house, a very cluttered house, um, they're always struggling for money and work, and you know they do hand-me-downs and things of that nature. But it's a funny show. It's 30 minutes. It's on ABC. I couldn't even tell you what night. I think it's Wednesday nights. It's on. I watch it recorded, so it's. Very, as long as it's not Thursday. It's not well. Even if it was on Thursday night, you could record it and watch it on another time, right? So, um, it's it's an excellent show. I don't know if it's going to last past the season. I hope it does because a lot of changes happen. The older son is now in college. They have three children. Um, it's a great show. I recommend it. You should watch it. And uh, it's not a typical parlance show. This is not a show zany like a Workaholics or a Archer yeah. or It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a very straightforward network comedy, um, but I think it has a lot of merit. I think it brings up a lot of interesting things about society, American culture. Um, so what, what city is it in? It takes place in, the, in a suburb of Indianapolis, Indiana. I yeah. started watching a new sh- uh, not it's not a new show, but a new show to me, which turns out to be pretty cool. I'd heard about it, but I started watching Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, and how is that? I, I would I want to hear your opinion on that. It's pretty good. So I had seen only one or two episodes just randomly with people, and I didn't really know the origin stories, but I started from the beginning, and it's like way different than I thought. Because <laughs> it's kind of like funny, but then also ridiculous and kind of dark. Right. Is yeah. it sad? Is it sad? Because, you know... Is it, are they low? I'm assuming they're low-income people living in a trailer park. Or are they doing it ironically? What's the what's no? The yeah, it's it's like low-income people living in a trailer park, and also it's Canada, which is totally different. So they have super Canada things, and like uh, they are they're just do ridiculous. Stuff. They're like two super the worst people in the trailer park, but they're you know they're just kind of dumb, and they shoot guns a lot, and they're always drinking, 
and like they just have a lot of like ongoing things and they get into a lot of trouble. What it's do you mean fun. by the, the characters the are worst. ridiculous? What do you mean by they're the worst? I mean, like, in this trailer park, if they didn't live there, it would be a lot nicer. I see. I see. So they're, they're like, the miscreants or the misfits of the trailer park. Yeah, but they don't, like, mean to be, I guess. I don't know. They're just really dumb. Got it. It's on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll we check We should also out. promote Netflix, Redbox and Netflix. Yeah. that's, like... <laughs> I mean, we have a whole segment based off of Netflix, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, I wanted to talk about monetization of our of our videos, Jeremy. I know. So we set it up. So moving forward, sorry about it, but we put ads on front of our videos. So we might get money. Yeah, we're doing it for you know because of you know. So watch it live so you don't have to get ads because if you watch it later, and and I do actually I want to call this out. If you're gonna watch a show. And there, a video ad comes up and it says skip the ad. Don't skip the ad, please. Just let the ad run through. So yeah, it's like we get maybe like a fraction of a penny more. I, 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 don't know. I think I think we get like a penny per play, or something is like it, that. I, mean, I I would be surprised if it's even that much. No, I think it is a pen. I think it's roughly a penny, or maybe a half a cent. So please, do, uh, we we may periodically put an ad in between a break in the show. Because <laughs> we're we're gonna buy candy with all those pennies. No, that well, a penny candy, for instance. We we will yes, have one Swedish which doesn't fish. Exist anymore. Well, yeah, they're like. I think Jolly nickel. Ranchers cost like ten cents. Yeah, I know. So that's a lot of ads. So we'd make zero dollars off this. We do it just for the love of it. So, um, but you never know. One day we may have breaking some sort of breaking news or something that we can. Yeah, get, people will you know. go back and watch our original ones when yeah. it's famous later. I will say so. Episode eight, two weeks ago. Yeah, had it by far outperformed in terms not in terms of plays, but in terms of time spent with content. It was way up there. It was almost like 500 minutes worth of content streamed. So that means people, and it was like maybe 20 plays. So that means people really paying attention to the show. So again, I, I feel Ooh. like we're yeah, I think we're getting in. We're getting in less people, more more time spent with it, which means we're getting a dedicated following. Um, so let's business talk. Yeah, business talk. So let's go right into the topics of the week that that they're out there. They're out there. Yeah. Oh, also, I was thinking to post these on our Facebook page, but then also I don't know if I want to spam people's Facebook feeds. I'm probably just going to do it anyways. I mean, they can just block it. Yeah, well, you could also, I think, not broadcast it, just make it for the page so that it doesn't, you don't kill everyone. Yeah, um, I'll look into it. Yeah, or we could throw it in the comments of the of the page because I don't know if that'll get notified. But yeah, but um, let's talk about this first story I have up here. I think this one's probably the least exciting of the stories, but I just wanted to call it out. It's sort of we talked about our 50-year predictions about people living longer, uh, advancements in medicine. So there's this billionaire in the Bahamas. His name is uh, no, I can't even find it, but his name is Paul Nygaard. He's a billionaire fashion designer. And he claims that scientists have found a way to reverse his aging process. Using stem cells. Using stem cells. Which um, is also not unethical anymore because, you know, they're not from babies. Right. So if you look at the picture of this guy, I mean, I guess he doesn't look... I mean, he looks 70 to me, but he's surrounded by young, beautiful women in this photo. So I, think I just I, wonder how he... How do they judge that? I mean, how can they tell that you're getting younger or whatever? So, it's, I don't know. It says here, they're looking at me and my markers and have shown exactly that I've been actually reversing my aging and getting younger. So, I don't know what the markers are. You know, Sharpies. There's maybe some sharp marks a lot. Yeah. Some, I feel like it's kind of... I mean, if, if any sort of non-aging thing ever worked, I don't think it's going to be reversed. I think it's going to be... you got to start doing it at the ages that you want to be, you know? Well, I'm thinking maybe when he says reversed... Maybe that's a bad term. Maybe what he means is stall. Yeah, I feel like that's probably the best you would do. Yeah, I How think old would everyone be if you could like just select your body's age? That's like that. that would be weird. That's like that film uh, Time with Justin Timberlake. Have you seen that? Where everyone's like thirty. You grow until you're like thirty, and you stop growing, and then you a little bar shows up with time on your wrist or whatever. 
Wait, and you mean in uh, Logan's Run? No, this is time. Similar, similar uh, concept, but... Because in Logan's Run, that's when you do Carousel. Right. Similar, but different. This one is like a, a almost like a criticism of wealth uh, and societal wealth. The people who have... It's, time is the currency, so if you have a lot of time, you could live forever, and you only look 30. So moms and sons look the same age, you know? Huh. And... Um, and then, you know, people who are going to time banks instead of food banks to try to extend their life, but time is limited because it's being hoarded by the rich and the wealthy. La, la, la. Anything. Wait, so there's only a finite amount of it? Yes, there's only a finite amount of it. Interesting. Yeah, that sounds... I've never heard of that movie. It's with, um, it's with Justin Timberlake, and he falls in love with a, a woman on the opposite side of the tracks, you know, like a wealthy uh, heiress's daughter... And she, I, don't, I forget her name, but she was the uh, blonde girl in Twilight that was like, that was part of the, I forget, the, the, the larger conspiracy. She's kind of pretty, I guess. I don't, I don't, I wish I knew her name, but it's a, it's a decent movie. And the guy from Mad Men, uh, Peter, I believe it's Peter. Do you ever watch Mad Men? I haven't. That's another thing people rave about and I've been meaning to check out. Yeah, so he plays the bad guy in that one. So it's actually not terrible, but it's not that bad. It's actually, it's called In Time, not Time. It's called In Time. So, uh, you know, this is exciting to me anyway, getting back on, on, uh, on the topic, you know, reversing aging, right? Or at least stopping aging. That's exciting. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, a, it's a good development, if it's true. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't okay. even know if I'd want to live that long. I mean, over well, like 80 or something. I guess if everyone was, it'd be cool. But Well, it's funny because we just spent talking about the film in time where they said the wealthy are the only ones that can live forever. This guy's a freaking billionaire. And yeah, of course, I know, he's right? the only guy that could afford this type of process. So that's that's kind of shitty. So we have to deal with that again. What a dick. I need to make him a cake or something. Yeah, yeah what a dick. Such a boob. <laughs> um, so this one, actually, uh, you know, I'm a, I have mixed feelings about it. So Seth Rogen... Seth Rogen mixed, really, I watched the video. I'm surprised you have mixed feelings. Why? Okay. Well, why don't you tell me? What do you tell me? What you think? I mean, I thought it's. I mean, I guess I don't really have that many feelings about it, but I don't see how you could not be for it. Okay, I am for it. I'm. I support any initiative where someone takes. Their... So we're talking about the Seth Rogen talking about Alzheimer's at Congress, by the way. Right. That's correct. And also, I believe he's Canadian, so it's a little is he? weird. I think he is. I'm, I'm not there. sure. So Screw him. He can't talk in our Congress. It's our country. Get out um, of here. What's funny is, on the video, they, they he was on CNN, C-SPAN 3. Not even one or two. Three. That's I like, didn't even know they had three. Like, is that I the know, one that's right? like not broadcast? Uh, I think it is broadcast, but like very much like further down the dial, I think, than CNN 1 or C-SPAN 1 or 2. Um, but, so, okay. I thought there was, first off, it was funny when... They said, let the record be shown that Knocked Up is... This is the first time Knocked Up has ever been spoken in these chambers. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. And he, I love this the one part where... I like how he mixed serious with humor. Yeah, and, no. and he talked about how he was really stoked to be here because he really loves House of Cards. Yeah, I thought I know, that, was, that was pretty good, too. That I like that like, they didn't even know most of the stuff he was talking about. Right. Like, he called out Xbox One and PS4, too. And he's like, oh, I'm sure the young people around here know what I'm talking about, right? 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 <laughs> I was surprised at how nervous he looked, too. At the beginning, I think he was shaking. Yeah, so here's my thing. I, what I like, here's my mixed feelings about it. I really liked, the, I liked his speech. I don't know if it was like as thoughtful or heartfelt as the mass media made it out to be. I thought, but I thought it was a very good, well-written and concise it's his feelings and his explanation of Alzheimer's as uh, as it relates to not only his experiences and his family's experiences. I thought that was great. Yeah, it was and a I, good. Uh, yeah, it was heartfelt. Very heartfelt. I liked. I liked how he said he set up a charity, and I I liked all that stuff. Right? You know, what was it? I forget what it was. Something for comics. I, I forget the charity, but um, but the one thing I don't like is that we have to have a celebrity come on to talk about getting funding to get money toward a debilitating disease. That should just be a given. Just get money and do it. You know, like, 
this, this shouldn't be all diseases that afflict. This is a top 10 disease of cause of death. And yeah, that's like, true. But that's his whole reason for going is that that's not happening. So right. Something. That's my mixed feelings. So I proved it, and I liked what he did, but my point is it shouldn't have to get to that. I, I feel like that's pretty much everything it, like, is that way, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's, again, that's my mixed feelings on it. I, and I don't, you know, you know, it's, I feel it's strange to have someone like Seth Rogen be your spokesperson. Like, you know, I, I, you would think it would be... I feel like it's a little more notable, though, because if it was someone who does, like, charity stuff all the time, like if it was uh, Angelina Jolie or something, I don't even know if she'd really do that, but yeah, it wouldn't not... be as notable at all because it's weird yeah. that he did it. Uh, Angela Jolie is off saving kids in Africa. I know, but it seems like she's, you know, does stuff like that or whatever. But to get back on point, I'm sorry, maybe I, I'm being so, I'm so cynical, but I just don't like that we have to, you know, get celebrities involved to help save people. That, that, I feel like that that, though I think what he said was sincere and wonderful, um, and I thought it was very heartfelt and very close to home, the, the fact that we have to use celebrity to get these points across, I find to be challenging and difficult. That's it. What if it was a, uh, what if it was a sports person? Same difference. Or what if it was a celebrity who had that thing? Same difference. Same thing. Well, actually, that'd be a slightly different, but because it's the same, but slightly different, because he's affected by it, right? His so wife... what if it's just like some super heartfelt story, like you know how the president like just finds someone in their local thing, like you know this is a local person who has trouble with their small business, like listen to them or whatever. That would be better. Uh, yeah, I guess that's better. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'm just. I have a flaw with the system, and I just don't like the way it operates as a whole. And I'm just using this as a one, as a as a, a microcosm of a, a very larger problem that I have with the system itself. That's um, what it sounds like. Yeah, but nevertheless, I I respect what he did. I thought what he said was very good. And uh, but I I but anyway, whatever. That's it. That's all I got. I say like about it was that. a concise speech too, and it had enough like little jokes or whatever in it. I kind of thought it was. I like that he was super nervous too. Yeah. But, like, I was watching the people's reaction in the background in the audience. It was kind of funny. Because, like, they, they kind of laughed, but not really. Like, they were like, oh, it's a funny part. I'm going to smile. <laughs> right. And, I, well, the one thing, he was a little too self-effacing. Uh, Is that the word I'm looking for? He talked down upon himself. He's like, he's like I don't want to be this guy who has, you know, I want to just be an irresponsible, like, drug. Man-child, he said. Man-child, yeah. He said that over and over again. That was my like, I like that he started out with, like, and everyone thinks I'm coming out here to legalize weed. <laughs> right, exactly, because he is a massive proponent of weed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do recommend, if you just want to see, you know, a modern-day comedian who's pretty, I would say, pretty popular, you know, yeah. talk about something serious and not something you would expect, by all means, we'll put the link up, take a Definitely. look at it. Yeah, it was, it was I mean... I can't fault the guy. I, if I was in a similar situation, I'd probably do the same thing. Speaking of celebrities... Speaking of celebrities... Do you think that you would eat part of Seth Rogen, then? Um, no. Okay, well, first... I feel like that would have to be, like, a... It'd have to be the, the weed salami if it was, like, this celebrity salami craze. Right, well, let's... First off, we can't just jump right... You can't just jump right into that. You gotta I just some, did. I you just gotta put did. some context around it. So... There's a alleged startup, but we know it's it's sort of a publicity stunt, and it's sort of a kind of this ethical social experiment. But an alleged startup claims that it wants to make and sell artisanal salami made from celebrity tissue samples. Yeah, okay. I mean, they say it's mixed in with like regular meat, and then it would just you know have some of the celebrity, I don't know, yeah, DNA or something, or like some grown meat of the celebrity. Right, so here's the thing. I've seen stories, I don't know if it's on 60 Minutes, Frontline, one of those news programs, where they have the ability to create meat, okay? Like meat from cows, yeah, yeah. Cow, cow meat, or like in a lab. So you could get a burger that it's essentially they extract DNA and blood or some protein from the blood. They could take that and somehow grow it. And they just create, grow it, yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem that hard. Right, just, they, you know, so that's the process. It's like in a test tube or in a petri dish or something. Exactly, and then, well, the it's funny, because the petri dish is exactly the shape of a burger. 
So you just grow, you just grow it, you flip it and drop it on the on the grill. So so what? There's this company now that says they want to take celebrity protein or sampled celebrity protein and infuse it with like a, another kind of meat synthesized product and make celebrity sausage or salami, celebrity salami. So it, there's two questions here. I think there's two very important questions. One, if you grow a meat based from a... Um, like any part human, basically. Any, any part human. Are you a... Um, what's that? What's the word I'm looking for? When you, uh, when you Cannibalism? eat... Cannibalism? Are you a cannibal? Yeah. You I are? mean, that's that, yeah, that was the main question, like... Because it's just another meat. Speaking of cannibals, because there is a cannibal, like, clubs or whatever, but uh, they have, like, a canned meat that's not people, but it's supposed to taste like people. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't heard of that. Is it and supposedly the, green? the cannibal club people say that it, it does taste pretty close. So, I mean, if you wanted to see what it tastes like without actually eating people, apparently they have that. So what, all right, I, I want to get to that, and I, I actually, let's talk about that and we'll get back to it. Who makes this meat? Where do you buy this meat? And how do cannibals know what meat, human meat tastes like? I mean, I think that the cannibal club things, like when someone dies, they, you know, donate their body so you can to, eat them. Because, I mean, in some other cultures, people eat their, you know, their dead people or whatever. I mean, where? as like what a cult, like a what religion cultures? thing. No, where? Where? where that totally cultures? happens. Because that was actually the first, uh, we were talking, the first thing of um, Mad Cow or whatever was in people because they were eating the, you know, their dead relatives because it's like their ceremony thing or whatever. And um, yeah, and then they, you know, they ate the brain and so that's how you, eating brain uh, is okay. the only way that it happens. I, so that's not what I remember. I remember people eating cow brains or sheep brains and getting it because you can't cook off. And kill no, I mean, because the main reason, the way that it started with cows is because cows would, like, they feed cows themselves, cows, yeah, which they're not exactly. supposed to do. Right. And so when the cow eats the cow brain, the cow gets, transmits it, and so, like, when you eat that cow, you get the, you get the mad cow. Right, because you can't eat, you can't kill a prion, which is what a mad cow is. It's a prion-based disease. You can't cook that shit out. It just, you, there's, it's just, if it's infected, it's infected. So that's the same thing with the people when they were eating each other, too. Okay, all right. We need, first off, let's get back to this. Is eating a genetically grown human salami cannibalism, first off? Because it's kind, of, it's kind of like the question if you, like, made love or had sex with your clone, is that masturbation? It's almost like the same oh, yeah. philosophical I question. That is a good one. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the same philosophical question... I think it's not. I think that if the meat was never, you know, uh, like conscious or whatever, it wouldn't be cannibalism. Because it's not really a person, even if it's like a person. So what about like man-made, um, like so man-made meat, like meat that's taken from like a blood of an animal, they make it into a meat. Is that still? A, are you still a carnivore, even though no animal was killed? Are you still a carnivore? I am probably not. I guess. Yes. All right. So you're saying just my, you're just saying you're saying no, you're not a cannibal if you eat uh, this human infused celebrity salami. I'm, I, so. I I I tend to agree with you, though a small portion of me makes me want to go ew. Well, I mean, now, it's definitely like weird and gross, I guess. But yeah, totally weird and gross. But here's the second question. This is the big question. I posed it today, and it got up a lot. Of people got upset. If you had to pick a celebrity to eat. Who would you pick? I know, right? Uh, no one even had a definitive answer. You did. I know. I'd, well, just because it's probably my favorite actress, you know. Uh, so, so tell everyone who you're... I would probably eat Celebrity Salami of um, Aubrey Plaza. I almost forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> I th so I think I would want, like... Someone said, wouldn't it be funny if you could eat, like, let's say you got, like, blood of Jesus Christ, and then... Oh, yeah, I know. Like, famous people and people in history. Abraham Lincoln, a lot of people said they'd eat him. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Exactly. I want some, I want some, I want some Abraham Lincoln. I want some Abraham Jesus Lincoln. would probably, you know... That seems like if you, you know, if I had, like, a shelf of stuff and it was just, like, random picking, I'd probably get that. 
Well, what's interesting is is that you know when you in a Catholic ceremony they were like body of Christ and they give you the thing. Yeah. Now they could instead of like a little freaking wafer, it could just be a little slice of salami. I know. Like, Here you go. Have a little body of Christ. Here I was wondering a lot of the other stuff they were talking about in the articles was um, how it's super objectifying the famous people and like why, you know. You're just eating. They're, they're basically food now. It's like a whole other level of objectifying them. But I was thinking, if like this was going for expensive or whatever, I wonder if people would try to like get more of their tissue or whatever. If it was like a thing to you know eat part of them or something, that would well, be weird. I was just thinking. Uh, so just to get back on topic, I don't know who my celebrity would be. I can't think of one person that I. It's the thing. Do you pick someone you admire? Do you pick someone you don't like? like I know yeah, everyone was saying, does that mean you have to kill them? But I'm I like, you don't have to like, kill them. There's no killing them. There's no yeah, killing, there's no killing. And nor do I advocate killing. Definitely um, not. So I guess I would probably have to pick, you know, maybe I would do myself. Your own sausage? You're going to eat uh, your own sausage? I'm going to eat my own oh, sausage. Yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah, and I think the reason why is it's just the test case, you know, just to see what it's all about. Just because you wouldn't feel bad about it? Yeah, if I'm eating myself, there's just not a lot of... And I'm not really a celebrity, so it's kind of a cop-out. But I guess if I was just going to do it, I would just eat myself. Check it out. See what's going on. Why wouldn't you just... I mean, if you were going to do it and there was a thing, why wouldn't you just eat the one that they had? I don't know. Just, I guess if there was one on the, 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 the shelf and... I don't know. I Maybe... I have no idea. Like, Kardashian salami. Like That's who I think would do this, by the way. Well, they said, they said that they like tried to get uh, Ellen... Kanye and uh, two other people to do it. Uh, James Franco, Jennifer Lawrence, Kanye West, and Ellen DeGeneres. I might need a James Franco. I, actually, they should call it the James Franco, F-R-A-N-K-O. Like oh, a Frank. like a Frank. Yeah, the James Franco. <laughs> um, and like a <laughs> James Ballpark Franco. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> so the, uh, I, I mean, if I had to pick here, here's the thing. I'll make it easy. If you have to pick from this list, James Franco, Jennifer Lawrence, Kanye West, or Ellen DeGeneres, for me, it's either Jennifer Lawrence or, or James Franco because I don't Who's want Kanye. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is she won Best Actor last year. She plays. Um, she was in that. You, yeah, just Google her. You'll you'll see. She's a fam- she's also nominated for an Academy Award, which we were going to put on our 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 to do today to talk about, but. Um, she won last year Best Actress. This year she's up for a Supporting Actress. Um, she's oh she's in the the oh Hunger she's uh, in uh, X Men. Yeah, and the Hunger Games. She's like the main character. Oh in the yeah, the Hunger Games one. I never saw that. Yeah, I gotta see that. So um, yeah, so I think it's cannibalism a little bit. I do. A I little mean, bit. I guess I don't know. I mean, it's weird, definitely, but I don't know. Uh, wouldn't it be funny if, like, you know, they have celebrity fragrances, you know, people like, oh, smell like me. Now you could smell like me and eat me, you know? <laughs> you just eat them and it'd be like pizza where, you know, you kind of like the oils or whatever. Oh, right, yeah, that would be uh, like a pizza, like w- the sauce is made from, you know... Oh, yeah, the sauce, just like everything. <laughs> yeah. Infused. I'll take it Celebrity everything. infused. Th- that would be awesome if you could do, like, casts of movies, right? Oh, Yeah! Oh my oh, god! Oh, that would be cool. You could have yeah. like, oh man, that's a good idea. <laughs> just, it's like I'll have a little Stallone with my of uh, the Rocky pizza. It'd be a whole another level of casting. Like, well, this is a really good cast, but are they gonna taste good together? <laughs> <laughs> they have great chemistry on screen, but do they compliment each other with their are my taste buds? Is what? <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so I actually I thought that was a fascinating. I mean, it's definitely super interesting, but I know I, mean, I like the um, even if it didn't happen or whatever, it is cool to bring up the uh, you know the moral dilemmas and all that stuff like needs to be done because stuff like that's gonna happen. I mean, the whole you know artificial meat thing. It's definitely gonna happen. It's definitely gonna. Oh, and by the way, if we have any listeners, I don't I can't see on my screen today. Uh, tell us who you would eat. Or if you think it's cannibalism, or post on our Facebook page, or our YouTube channel. Tell us what celebrity you want to eat or don't want to eat, and is it cannibalism? We don't know. Do you? <laughs> it sounds like you're recording like uh, some sort of short that's just going to be cut up later. Yeah, just making well, noises. <laughs> uh, and then you know we got to talk about the Oscars. Yeah, I don't actually know that much about the Oscars, but I'm interested to hear about them. All right, look, I don't. Here's the thing. My mother called me up. 
And she yeah. said, Peter, you need to talk about the Oscars. <laughs> so she's, she's like, going to be disappointed if you don't. Yeah, so I'm just going to talk about them briefly, because I feel like I already picked my winners when they nominated them. Wait, so it's over, right? Or did it not happen? No, it's this, it's this Sunday, so oh. she wants to... Yeah, so here's what I think. I think Gravity's going to win all of the technical awards. Oh, yeah, that I, was... Yeah, I think so, too. I, and I think 12 Years a Slave is going to win everything else. That's my feeling on it. I don't know if that's correct or not correct or whatever. I don't even know that movie. What's 12 Years Slave? 12 Years of Slave? I don't know. It's about some slave guy. What, that was a 12 Years of Slave. I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's some story about awesome. civil rights and slavery or something. I don't know. But that's the front runner. apparently. That's the front runner. Um, uh, I think it's time. Time? Yeah. For the Oscars? No. I think it's time for... Where's the drum roll? I thought we were going to... Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't set that up. That's all right. Uh, it's time for review roulette. I think we need. I, I'm, I'm putting aside like a couple minutes here, like a good 15 minutes, because I really I think we need to dive. I know. Into I think one. I was I was gonna shout out that we should probably do it quarter tail. Yeah. But so yeah, I feel like we have very conflicting views on this movie. Maybe, maybe I might be. I might have been swayed in the in the the, the time we've spent. But let's quickly go over. So review roulette is a fresher and parlance feature, um, where each week. Fresher and Parlance, that's Jeremy and myself, pick a random movie from the Netflix catalog. Um, and then we, re- we watch that movie the, during the week, and then next the following week we review that movie. Last week we, we picked the 1990, was it 91? 1991 classic Adam's Family. Family. It, at the time it was one of my, yeah, I really liked it, I was excited for it. Right, and, and I was just pumped because we've got a lot of films that you don't really know about, never heard about, Kind yeah, I mean, being random, it can be... It's usually something totally unknown, which is also fun, but it's cool to get one that I actually already knew and like. I agree. It was great, and the other the other choice was also, like, a classic, but we went with this one. So let's get right into it. Um, I, I remember this film fondly as yeah. a child. So uh, I was surprised straight away. I had completely forgot the story. Me too. It was way different than I thought. I completely forgot about the story. I totally thought that it was like something about him getting married to a normal person or something, and then they were going to lose their money because she's trying to trick him. But I didn't expect the whole amnesia thing. That was different. So... Because it was I've, basically that, except for with the amnesia. So I remember... A couple things. I remember really thinking the cast... When I was a kid, I thought Raul Julia, who plays Gomez. Yeah. I just remember being really enamored by his, his performance as a child. Yeah. Dude, his outfits were awesome. Well, all their, I thought all their... I thought the costumes were... Yeah, the just the whole ambiance of the, of the movie was really good. And it totally stands up. Like, I don't know. It was really cool. I like the font in their whole um, intro stuff, too. It was really good. Um, did you know this film was originally supposed to be directed by Tim Burton? I did not. And it was instead directed, directorial debut, directorial debut of Barry Sonnenfeld, who has done quite a few movies, uh, mostly you probably know him from Men in Black. Oh, really? That's the same as Men in Black? I don't think it has any resemblance. Uh, whether it has resemblance or not, that's who directed it, Barry Sonnenfeld. Um, so I, again, I thought... The performances were pretty good. Angelica Houston, I thought, was an excellent Morticia. I thought, in my mind, Gomez was great. Uh, excellent role for, what's her name, Christina Ricci. Very young, by the way. Yeah, I know. I didn't even know that was, like, Christina Ricci, because that sounds familiar. But then I was super into Wednesday, like, at the time. Like, she was pretty cool. But And then they also didn't have barely any role. I actually remember the jokes that her and Pugsley, which is an awesome name, did more than I remember the rest of the movie. Uh, I, I love this scene. So the, the, my favorite scene in the movie, my favorite scene in the whole movie, actually, all the scenes I love the most involve the children. Yeah, well, and, I mean, actually, I didn't have a favorite scene, I guess. I should have written that down. But, yeah, no, those were good. So the scene where Fester gives them, like, he's like, he can't go to the show, and that this, whatever, this, like, um, I don't know, what do you call him, like, elementary school play thing. Oh, yeah, the, tell, play, yeah. the scene where they, then they come out with a sword... Yeah. Both of them have the swords, and then just like slicing each other up, and like he chops <laughs> up and, and, blood then Pugs, and Pugsley like slices her neck, and blood <laughs> is just shooting everywhere, like all, all over the crowd and everything. All over the crowd, 
And I was thinking, like, boy, this seems to be really bad. Is this PG? Because I was thinking if I had a child who was, you know, maybe 10, I don't know if I would want them to see that. Um, I don't know. It's not that. I mean, if the whole thing is about, like, being dead and, like, you know, not caring about dying. Speaking of dying, like, the family is cool, and I like, like, the magicness of it or whatever. I totally forgot about the hand, by the way, thing. Like, because that's, like, one of the, that's, like, the comic relief character. He is pretty cool. But uh, I was just surprised. I was like, you know, oh, man, I forgot about that. Okay, but, so here's the one thing, and you didn't have an issue with it, and I did. It just sort of jumps right in. There's, and it doesn't explain how they got their money. It doesn't explain... Yeah, but it's, it's already a pre-known story. It's not... It's, it's not, not a pre-known story. story. If that's what I'm saying. They, I would Now, if I want to see this movie made, I want an origin story. But it was already super long. I thought you were going to talk about how long it was, because it was really long. It did... It, well, it was only 90 minutes long. It seemed long. I mean, so much stuff happened. Was it only 90 minutes? I thought it was longer than that. So it was 1991, and I thought it was only 90 minutes long. I could be wrong. I think it was like maybe 100 minutes, so, you know, an hour and 40. But yeah. the, okay, so I thought, a couple things I did, I thought the costumes were great. I thought the acting was great. Uh, Christopher Lloyd as Fester was very good. And I loved the, the graveyard, the, the, yeah. the, the designs of the different um, graveyards. And did you see, I saw, and I read this in the thing, is that there's, a, there's actually a, um, a graveyard, uh, like a, a tombstone for Ansel Adams. Ansel who's Adams? A, yeah, who's a famous, I think he's a famous artist. So they kind of did a homage there. Um, I, didn't, I didn't love the, uh, the, the, well, I shouldn't say I didn't love it. There was a lot of MC Hammer in this movie. Well, there was a lot of MC Hammer, and it just brought oh, back yeah, a lot I know. of... yeah, I I didn't even notice that. I mean, the last song... I definitely noted was super ridiculous. It was like way bad synth. But the other ones I didn't even catch. This wasn't even like uh, what's his big one? His big do the um, what's his big hit? It's like we're different. Or, can't wait, touch this. Just... So this was like post can't touch this. This was Hammer um, cashing in on his success. This was I know he was like you know and we're gonna have is... MC Hammer as the music. This was too legit to quit MC Hammer. Like too legit. Too legit to quit or whatever I forget, but that was like the that was the second album, and then I just the credits roll, and bam, the Adams family, MC Hammer, do what they want to do, say what they want to say, be what they want to be, know, whatever. Yeah. Holy I feel crap. like that that deserves a remix. Flooded into my brain, just everything, like it all came back to me as if I was I was 13 years old again. It just like rushed, rushed back into me, just like, oh my god, I just, like, it all just, it was just, like, amazing, it was just, like, it just brought back things that I just didn't remember, like, that, I knew the words to the song, I never even, I hadn't heard that song probably since 1992, or whatever, like, I don't I think just, anyone has, I don't think it, it didn't stick around. It didn't stick around, it didn't stick around, and also, the thing that I, I, like, I, I mentioned this last week, I am a huge, it's my, I'm a pinball guy, I love pinball. Okay. Yeah, wait, is there an MC Hammer pinball game? No, there's a Adams Family oh, pinball yeah, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is my favorite pinball... If there was an pinball... MC Hammer one, I would be disappointed I'd never played it before. No, I, it's my favorite pinball machine of all time. And to see kind of the game design and the audio clips they took... Because I've played the pinball machine probably, oh my god, a oh, you thousand... you it was in your dorm or something. Yeah, I played like a thousand hours of that thing, okay? Easy, easy, okay? And yeah. I know that the sounds from that pinball machine, they just are, they, it's like, ding, 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 ding. It just plays in my head all the time. I <laughs> that know. That like any pinball machine. Well, <laughs> it's Cousin It, the Mamushka. You know, all these things. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the Mamushka. Right. So all of these little phrases that were um, um, in my brain from the, 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 the pinball machine, when Gomez would say them in the movie... Yeah. It was just like, whoa! Like, my mind was, like, blown because I was like, that's where they got it from. Like, that's the scene. And it and it bared very little uh, relation to the game itself, right? Um, the, the, the scene and then the pinball machine. So it was interesting to see the game design decisions and how they gamified the Adams family in the pinball machine. I thought it was... It, was, it definitely... That was just an extra thing that I... That probably yeah, no I mean, one on this podcast good, cares about. I feel yeah. like it's a really... 
I mean, it was a pretty big movie at the time. It was like the super blockbuster. But um, yeah, yeah. So, what did you think? Did you like it overall? Overall, did you like the the film? I definitely liked it overall. I mean, I think I like. There's so much stuff went on in like the. I don't know. Yeah, I totally liked it. Like their clothes are awesome. I already mentioned, and um, that underground like water fault thing seems way not possible, but also super awesome. Oh, back to the magic that I was talking about. So they have a hand or whatever, and it's ridiculous. Everyone thinks it's okay, but um, they talk about how all of their relatives died and stuff, like all these like crazy ways, which they kind of think are cool. But then, how are the, it? Doesn't seem like they can die because. The two kids are totally at each other's throat all the time. Like he, she electrocutes him and all that, and they yeah. don't die. It seems yeah. like they can't die, but then they talk about dying all the time. Well, I love the again. Still, the kids' favorite part. We're gonna play the game. Is there really a god? I know. Yeah. I mean, I think those are the classic lines. Like the main one, I feel like out of the whole movie is the whole like you know, are those made of real Girl Scouts? Yeah, because like, she's like, cookie? are they? Is that made from real lemons? Yeah. Well, is that made from real Girl Scouts? Yeah. Again, classic. And that's by the, way, the most classic, I think, in the whole movie. I, and I don't. Here's the thing. I didn't remember that line at all. I didn't remember that line at all. And I, I was like, that's very funny. Also, do, there was product placement. Did you see the product placement? I didn't. But you kept talking about it with the do, uh, tombstone. Tombstone Pizza had plot, product placement, which I think is kind of funny, right? That's a pretty good product placement. But I was thinking, how did? Where they were selling it, when the ad execs or whatever were like, all right, we're going to sell product... And this is early, by the way. 91, that's early for product placement. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I hadn't really thought of it that way. I know, it's crazy all these things that just took over and I take for granted, like, there were firsts for them. Yeah, and I don't know what the first... I mean, obviously, like, back in the 50s on TV, they're like, this show is brought to you by, you know, Charlie Cigarettes. Every doctor, you know, 9 out of 10 doctors, when they smoke, prefer Chesterfields, you know? Uh, those were that's technically product placement as well, but I think in this case what we call like subversive product placement. Just yeah, I mean where it's just like a part of it, and they paid to have it there. Yeah, so FedEx was also I feel like a product placement. Yeah, I like the old FedEx boxes. I that was, was gonna cool. comment on that. I missed the old FedEx logo. It was it was I thought it was ridiculous when um he totally went between that chick's legs, but those boxes totally not fit between that chick's legs. Yeah, and that was kind of like a very provocative camera angle. <laughs> I mean, like, it was a good... There was a lot of things in the movie also where it was, like, visually it seemed cool to set up, but then it didn't seem like you could really do it. Calling uh, out things that couldn't really happen. You know, um, so they had the two doors on the side of the house where, like, it was Wednesday and Pugly, Pugsley when they would... um like, get shot out from, like, doing whatever in the house. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. It, didn't, it seemed very weird. I mean, it seems like the girl and the boy version, I guess. I don't know. But they kept switching them around because the first time they came out, Pugsley's one was totally on the left, and then the second time they used it, Wednesday's was on the left, I noticed. So I, didn't, a... I actually didn't notice that. Um, what I did notice, so um, the, you know when they... When Fester just shows up for the first time, he's like, to the vault, right? Yeah. And, and they, like, head to the vault, and then they have this crazy scene where they go down the stairwell, and the camera's all going crazy, and they're going yeah, down the stairwell. Yeah. Then they get a boat, and he starts, like, rowing the boat. Yeah. That, that scene, for whatever reason, and it's probably, probably around the same time I, I saw it on Broadway... They had. Wait, you saw the Adams Family on Broadway? No, I saw Phantom of the Opera, which had that exact same set piece. It looked like where they oh. have someone on stage rowing. It looks like they're in a smoke-filled moat, and yeah. they're rowing. And it reminded me a lot of that. But by the way, in my research for this movie in 2010, they made an Adams Family Broadway show. Really, I would totally see that. It's gone. It came and went, but they did make uh. one. And it actually had some some good. Uh, and I, I can't remember who was in the cast, but it had like legitimate actors in it. That's that's cool. Um, but I it you know it it was good. I didn't like I didn't like the betray I didn't like the betrayal all that. I mean I it was like kind of. I kind of like. I mean I thought that the lawyer guy he seemed like he was totally all about them because he did all their wacky stuff. I don't know how he betrayed them, you know? 
Yeah, that's what I didn't get. Like, he... He, he seemed, like, super into them, like their friend. He's, I know what he kept saying. They're my only clients. They're my only clients. But then he was betraying them at the same time while saying that. Um, love, and I kind of wanted to know more about the mom chick. And it's also crazy that they just killed him at the end. <laughs> They're like, uh, are they dead? I don't know. Does it matter? And then they bury them or whatever. Well, so, you know what I did notice is that, and I'm pretty sure, though I'm not 100% sure, so... I was like, I couldn't remember, because it, it starts off a Christmas theme. It's the only thing that has to do with Christmas. Yeah. And it's, as it so happens, this was a Christmas release. It was a November release, 1991. So on the border of 92. And then at the very beginning, they just like, they dump like hot tar. Oh, yeah, I plant. know. I know, that was cool. <laughs> but ap- apparently, there's a tar stain in the front of the house for the rest of the movie. I didn't even notice that. That's pretty yeah. good. Um, I also thought, just to notice, that's crazy, it was the judge who lived next to them. Yeah, very nice house. And he really put up with a lot of crap getting golf I know, balls. they broke his window, like, every time. And also, why does he, like, it's like, that's the only view. You'd think if he's that rich, he'd just move. I know, and why I mean, are their house the... is clearly probably the first one there. It's way older. I know, right? And why are the golf balls so old and dirty? Why can't he have, like, new golf balls? Like... Is he going to fetch them or something? I don't understand. It seems Being like they're old and dirty. I don't know how they'd have that many cobwebs. I mean, it seems like they use their stuff, but everything still has cobwebs on it. Maybe that's like ambiance. Yeah, they just they have they have a cobwebber come like a, a cobweb gun. Yeah. <laughs> cobwebs everywhere. Oh, another great scene. Um, Wednesday, play with your food, please. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. I like how um, they just, like, blatantly do all the opposite, like, you know. But, like, yeah. it's kind of dumb, but, you know, like, I don't know. I thought that it's was cool. It's corny. It's corny, but kind of funny at the same time. It's kind of like when you when you watch Mad Men, they do funny things like, you know, you know the kid's, like, um, has a plastic bag over his head, and he's, like, running around with the plastic bag, and he's, like, almost, like, choking himself, but he's running yeah. around frantically, and the mom doesn't... The mom's like, Charlie, Charlie, whatever the person's name is. I used Charlie like five times tonight. Charlie, Charlie, like, you know, quit running around. Like, you think she's going to say, take the bag off your head? She'll be like, quit running around. You know, like, instead of, you know, the common sense thing of taking yeah, the bag off Yeah, or like head. when she, uh, the, she has a knife and is like, is that for your brother? And then hands him a bigger one. Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's or when they're having a knife fight. And Fester's like, no, 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 no. That's not how you kill someone. I know, yeah. You gotta go here and here and, like, stab them over here. No, I mean, that is cool. And uh, I like when the twins left that party. They totally went in a straitjacket. That was, like, the whole party, all the characters. Except for there were no old witches. I mean, for being a bunch of magic people, the only old witch was the mom. That's kind of weird. Yeah, there were some unexplained characters, too, like Lumpy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think... Probably, I mean, it was in the TV series. I bet they had these people. Okay. I think it was only a TV series. Was it a comic or a book? It was or based anything? off. It was based off of a comic. Oh, uh, so I bet all those people are in the comic. So that it, I read. I read a lot of facts about this. Is that um, the the movie was they purchased the rights of the comic? Okay. Yeah, but the so, TV but, show is separate. But the TV show, so they took a lot of. Um, character stuff that was developed for the TV show, so like the love of classical music and dancing and all that stuff, and the light bulb in the mouth. I don't know, like classic tropes that were from the TV show. The light bulb show. in the mouth, they didn't even do that. That must be the next movie, didn't no, they? No, they did it. They did it. After he got struck... I was waiting for that. I was like, when's this going to happen? No, after he got struck with lightning, and he got oh, his memory back, yeah. they're like, family picture, family picture, and he's like, put, they're like, put the light bulb in your mouth, and he does it just once. Oh, I thought it was also awesome that uh, the family picture was totally a portrait that the um, lurch guy or whatever was painting. Painting. And also, the by the way, in the beginning of the movie, it's, it like scans, or pans, excuse me, it pans, and there's a uh, cuckoo clock, an Adam's Family House cuckoo clock. Yeah. But everyone was like the appropriate age. You know, oh, that's it, a like good the, point. The kids were all the right age, the parents were the same age. And Lurch. it had cobwebs on it. And it had coverages, so my guess is that they have to like redo that every couple years just to make sure everyone looks the same and the same age. Or it's just magic. It's a living, uh, a living clock thing. thing. A living clock. A living clock. <laughs> um, but at first I was like, eh, it didn't live up. 
but I think I had built up a lot of expectations because I'm I think I enjoyed it a lot as a kid. Yeah, I mean, I think it I think it stands up. Oh, the car the car was super cool, and so is it. Or uh, no, things car. Or wait, I guess it's it. No, it's super hairy it. guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, his all the car hair. was cool. Who has an affair with the the guy they kill? Actually, I guess I don't, he's not I don't know an if it's a theory because she's widowed. Well, and and he, she's a widow, right? Because he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, because they just bury him alive. They bury him and the 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 thing alive. I know it's ridiculous. Not the thing. I should take. I should and watch like the lawyer. Say. The lawyer and the uh, oh, the mom. Standing mom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I, are they dead? Doesn't matter. I know. <laughs> yeah. After I finished the movie, the suggestion on Netflix was um, The Munsters, which I never liked. I, I always thought it was an Adams Family ripoff. Was The Munsters a TV show? TV series? It was a TV series. I don't think it's a movie, but it went to the show. But I always thought The Munsters... It's kind of like, um, like how I feel about Legos versus, um, you know... Oh, what's the other one called? Mega Blocks. Or like GoBots versus Transformers. Exactly. The GoBots and Transformers one is actually better. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, I always thought the Munsters were totally. But they showed them way more. Not into the Munsters. So I remember that now. Oh God, I wish you didn't bring up the Munsters. That that was like the Frankenstein-looking guy. Yeah, he was the the main guy, and then it was basically the same family. It was just characters were changed. It's weird how. Uh, that, and that was both shows were in black and white, if I recall, right? Maybe I remember. Yeah, I think so. so. I think when I was really little, I mean, when I was watching those, I couldn't tell. And then, like, I would be disappointed. Like, wait, this isn't Adam's family, right? So you know what's interesting is that, you know, we there's always uh, symbiotic. No, I shouldn't say symbiotic creatures. There's like in Hollywood, there's a lot of like copycatting. You know, so you have one thing, then you that's a success, so we're going to make this thing, which is a success. Yeah. I guess that happens everywhere in every every business, but it, it, you could see it very prevalently in, in when they make two, one disaster movie that's an asteroid and then another one that's an asteroid kind of thing. It's totally, like, almost the same. So um, it's interesting that at that time, when the Adams Family was around, and then they, I, I'm assuming Monsters came after, I don't think we'll ever get shows like that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the version now is just people making uh, YouTube remixes with, like, overdubs that are horrible because it's way hard to find the original of anything. So, wait, my point is, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Just when there's, like, some sort of thing that happens that's... Like, someone releases a music video or there's some sort of funny thing and then everyone just dubs over it with their talking or, like, edits it with, like, Keyboard Cat or something, you know? And then, like, you're watching it and, you know, like, oh, I wanted to see the thing, and then it ends up being, like, the keyboard cat version, which, you know, isn't bad, but I wanted to see the original one. Well, here's my question. Do you think a show, irrespective of the kind of the kind of tropey or whatever main keyboard cat stuff, do you think there's ever going to be another show like The Addams Family on TV ever again? Do you think we're going to go back to that time where there's going to just be a creepy family, like a creepy... not. That's the thing. We have creepy families now. There's shows like Dexter, but it's about a serial killer. I mean, you know? I think the closest thing to those old shows are like Big Bang Theory and like the um that whole series of that guy who writes stuff. What's the other ones? Uh, two, the men one, two men and a something. Two, oh, two and a half men. And then like my the mother one. So something on your mother. Oh, how I met your mother. So you're yeah, saying. That one. You're, but you don't. So those I feel are, like all of those are like the same type of show, like where it's kind of light and like you know, whatever. If the they middle. made one that's that format, but then with like you know, monsters, a, you know, goth Monster. family, creepy or whatever, it would be like that. I think it's never coming back. I don't think this show's ever. I don't think a show like this is ever going to air on TV ever again. I think we've skewed so far. To the realism, like to realism that we don't, we may get absurdity, but it's always rooted in reality. I don't, I don't know. think so. I don't know. I I can't think of an example now enough. But that was rooted in reality too. It was just ridiculous. It's not. There's a hand that. Would, I mean, like heroes or something, you know? Like that, that was. That's more, not a comedy. Like, that's an armor. Like, that's a drama. That's what I'm saying. Which, by the I way, know, but it was. 
Or like a, another one that's not as drama-y was the um, the British one that I talked about before. Space? Uh, Outcasts or oh, yeah, something I know, like that. I know what you're talking about. By the way, speaking of heroes, it's coming back. Really? I thought it was done. Nope. I thought nobody back. liked it. They're bringing it back for 13 episodes starting next year. It's weird. I never watched any of it. I was anti-heroes. I feel like it was heroes versus lost. So you would. So you're an you're anti-heroes. That should be your show then. Anti-heroes. Anti-heroes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So all right. So let's give this thing a grade and get a yeah. movie in. Yeah. Yeah. What's your grade? Oh, we should have remembered who did it last week. I uh, I went first last week. I did it. I'll so go, go first. first? I know. I know what I'm going to give it. I I know you're going to give it higher than I gave it. I don't know. Now I just kind of want to give it a low, and you just ruined it. You just ruined my number. Hey, look, if you're not confident with your, your thing, then by all means, go first. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. Fine. Six. You're giving it a six. I'm giving it a six. That's pretty good. I'm going to give it an eight. An eight? Whoa. An eight. What is eight yeah. on your scale? I think this would be... This is a movie that I would like to own. I mean, I'm not really into owning movies, but if there was a movie that I think that I would go back and watch, because, you know... Also, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's something that I would probably own also, along the same lines. All right. So that's the fresher, the FAP rating. I guess that, I, the seven, seven, then? I mean, is that between? That's the highest rated movie we've ever done. It is. This is the highest rated. I mean, it's also the only legitimate movie that we've watched. It would be awesome if we could find some sort of super underdog movie that we both think is awesome. Yeah, well, well Barfy, it wasn't, you know, that was our first Barfy one. Was pretty, I mean, that was hard to judge, though, because it was the first one we did. I know, I know, I know. And I actually didn't watch the whole thing. I've watched the whole ones of all the other movies. That's the only one that I, like, skimmed. All right, so seven. I mean, that's still pretty good. Seven's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, so let's let's do it. I think we should. Do you oh, think that we should was. I was gonna say another note I had. Like, I didn't remember. Like, uh, Christina Ricci sounded familiar, but I didn't really know what she was from. But I also super like Speed Racer, which nobody else likes. I love Who's Speed Racer. Speed really? Speed Racer's a great movie. Dude, everyone hated it. Not me. I, I thought it was cool. No, not me. I, I just like Speed movie. Racer, the whole franchise or whatever, and I think. Because people said it was dumb and, like, little kitty, but I think that's, like, they did it perfect. Oh, no. I really like Speed... I thought I was one of the few people that watched that like Yes, Speed virtual high five. Boom. Dude, I really like... It liked... only shows one of us at a time, sorry. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> it's in spirit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that. I really like that movie as well. Awesome. Right, let's, let's, pick, let's pick the movie. Would you we gotta pick it. Let me, again, or let me what? pull this junk up. Burp. Did you want to do comedies again? I don't know. Should, I think maybe we should switch it up. I don't really know. But All right, what what do you think of? I'll what, leave it to you. Um, let's. Well, maybe we should do a maybe a subgenre of or or maybe do you want to do action adventure. Uh, okay, how about subgenre of comedy? That's Sounds a good like, idea. You know. let's, yeah, let's do a subgenre of comedy. Um, How about mockumentaries? Okay, there can't be too many of those. Oh, I guess that's true. But if yeah. you press it, they have, oh, yeah, 12, they, have, trail, they have twelve of them. Oh, that's not that's not enough. Yeah. So how about Screwball? What is that? Screwball is like zany, zany, zany comedy. Oh, yeah, those are there. Only ten? These are subgenres are way small. How about uh, cult comedies? Or dark comedies. Dark comedy could be cool. Let's do dark comedies. Dark, dark humor and black comedies. Uh yeah, dark humor and black. Um yeah. Oh yeah, that's one hundred and seven. That's plenty. Choose win title. Oh wow, I like this one, and I haven't seen it. Okay, what did you get? I got Year of the Dog with Molly Shannon. I got The Doom Generation, starring Rose McGowan. Mine is a 2.7 rating. That's pretty low. 97 minutes. Molly Shannon stars in this quirky 
canine-themed comedy that centers on an upbeat secretary whose life takes a temporary nosedive when her beloved dog suddenly dies, but in an unexpected trick, her pet's tragedy opens her up to transformation. Wow, that sounds not good. <laughs> so mine is uh, Carnage ensues when trash mouth met freak Amy Blue and her dimble boyfriend Jordan White save depraved drifter Xavier Red from some skinheads. A clash with the convenience store clerk leads to a killing, and the trio finds themselves on the run. Their hellish road trip spawns remorseless brutality as the journey proceeds. It grows even more nihilistic, resulting in a shattering conclusion. It's a pretty long description. I I don't know either one, but I'd have to go with yours, I think. I think we should go with mine. It's actually inspired by a Jean-Luc Godard film. French, French film. So this actually does have um, a, a bit of a history to it. So it's, it's based, it's rooted in film. And the blurb I just... 2.9, but something... Time Out Review says, imagine natural-born killers with a sense of humor. That sounds pretty good to me. Hmm. Cool. Okay, so what's the name of it? The Doom Generation. The Doom Generation. You know, I kind of remember this movie coming out back when it did. Yeah. Yeah. This is when, like, Rose McGowan was kind of had, like, an upward trajectory. I don't know if you know who she is. I don't. And she freaking went off the deep end. She was the one that was dating Marilyn Manson for those... those... Really? Yeah. Huh. So, it has a Rotten Tomato rating of 47. Out of 100? Yeah. It's gonna... Hmm. It, I don't know, man. It's probably gonna be bad, but whatever. We'll watch it. Ch- give it a check Reflected. out. We're gonna send that out on a... Facebook and whatnot, so people know what next week's is. I think and Adam's family uh, ended up good. Yeah, I think that was probably our best one to date, and uh, certainly the most reminiscing. It brought up the most memories from childhood. For sure. So, uh, I think that's about it. Do you have anything else you would like to that add? That is about it. I think we're good for the day. Thursdays. Thursdays. Friday. Almost TGIF. Almost TGIF. ATGIF. Yeah, so uh, this is Parlance saying have a great weekend and see you next week. And this is Fresher signing out. Boom. <laughs>